0: Hello, everybody. My name is Eric, your friendly corporate bartender, and I want to welcome you to TCB. Today we're doing something a little bit different. We're bringing in a whole bunch of new technology. We're going to share some stuff with you, and we're going to get you prepped for today's episode. So let's get right on into it. Welcome to Sky Team's The Corporate Bartender. If you work in HR or make people decisions in your organization, this is the place to be. Now pull up a stool, belly up to the bar, and join us for The Corporate Bartender. All right, today's episode is going to be about connection. We're going to talk about how to build, develop, and deepen connection in these crazy, unprecedented times. The genesis of today's episode was an article I wrote over on LinkedIn. Back in 2014, it's called Relationships Matter. How do you manage yours? Do you have a system? I did not, and I needed a system, so I built two five 15 we're also going to pull in some tips from jordan harbinger if you don't know jordan check out his amazing podcast the jordan harbinger show but he's also got a course over on his website called six minute networking we're going to bring in some of those tools and share them with you today if you like what you see here on the bartender check out our webpage at skyteam.cloud forward slash tcb you can also join us over on our mighty network at the corporate-bartender.mn.co. Links will be down below. The uh, the Mighty Network is a little walled garden social network where we hang out, share best practices, laugh a lot, and build some really much needed community. If you like these videos, you can check out the Sky Team YouTube channel. You can see more bartender videos, you can see Morag Barrett's series People First, where she interviews business and thought leaders, and a host of other things. If you do find yourself over at the YouTube channel, please subscribe and hit that little bell so you don't miss a thing. All right, we're going to get into the episode today. We're going to be talking about connection. Join me and the TCB crew for an awesome discussion about strengthening relationships. All right, today's framing question. How do you guys stay connected? in these crazy times, are you doing anything purposefully other than being on back-to-back Zoom calls all day for work? Um, what are you doing to build relationships, to nurture relationships, to reconnect with folks from the past? It's funny, I keep glancing over at my slide and I see the guy on the slide waving and I think somebody's got their hand up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Suspense, I'll, I'll, I'll speak up. I think, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm in an active search, right? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm reaching out to people that probably haven't heard from fickman in, uh, you know, many, many years. <laughs> uh, you know, knowing that, you know, I'm a big pay forward person and I've helped people over the years. I'm, I'm hopeful that I'll, I'll get some of that response. So now it's a little bit more of a, you know, purposeful reach out, um, but I always frame it up in that, you know, happy to help them or whatever, not really knowing what their situation is. Uh, and, you know, more from a professional, but also personal uh, networking and, and relationship building, because I have a lot of, you know, good friends um, that I've worked with over the years. So it, mm-hmm. it's it's nice to be able to look through my, you know, my 2500 connections and, you know, how many of those are truly, wow, like I have, I have really good, you know, meaningful relationships there. So I've I've been doing a lot of that just Not as methodical as sort of keeping sort of like a tickler file. Darnell would like resonate with him. Like, you know, when you actually have to call people back to see, sort of, keep yourself on track. I know some people do that. I'm not at that point of doing that. Um, But, you know, like in my first round of reaching out to people, I probably sent out, I don't know, two to three hundred sort of messages, probably heard back from maybe about 30 to 40 percent of people. So that was a little surprising That's awesome. the hearing back. Yeah. But I thought wow. it was pretty good, you know, you know, as far as percentage of just reaching out to you, letting them know that I was back in the market. So that, that meant a lot to me. Uh, and so, you know, and then and then just, you know, building from there. But, you know, on a personal side, obviously just start trying to stay as close as I can to family and friends and like particularly my my folks live in Florida and it's like that's a shit show there right so it's just it's just really bad and I feel I really you know I empathize so so you know badly for those those elderly folks that are just this is not I mean Mm -hmm. everybody's got to be really cautious but even for them more so where there's maybe underlying health conditions um, this is just trying to stay close with with any of my relatives that are probably older than me
0: (laughs) right because he ain't as young as he used to be buddy (laughs) (laughs)
1: milsy's looking at me saying yeah thank you really what the heck happened to you right
2: (laughs) no no no. hey man you look fresh you look good
0: good so you know figgy one of the 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 things that you just talked about there you're always good about keeping in touch with folks right and you 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 put effort into into digging the well before you're thirsty and that's, I mean, that's awesome, right? Morag says this all the time, right? You know, reach out to people when you don't need something and they're more likely to respond to you when you do. Is that what you say, Morag? Is it close? It's something it, similar. It sounds,
3: it sounds plausible, but no, it is. It is. It's the getting ahead of that curve and making balance deposits into that relationship bank account before you need to make a withdrawal.
0: Yeah, you guys didn't know I was going to have one of the foremost experts on relationships at work here on the call today. In, <laughs> in Miss Morag Barrett, what else? Who else is doing stuff intentionally, purposefully right now to build, develop and deepen relationships with folks?
4: I am.
3: Well, I'm not um, intentionally in that I'm doing it regularly, several times a week, unintentionally in that I don't have a list or I'm doing it Fridays at 10. But when right. somebody pops into my mind, whoever, I'm sending the, Hey, you popped into my mind today. I've got a a sort of email template, message template of, you popped into my mind today. I hope everybody that you know and hold dear as well. It's a lifetime, a different lifetime since we met at X, Y, and Z. And then whatever has come to mind. But they're all just hellos. And some have resulted in conversations and, hey, great to hear from you, and others crickets, but I'm not counting the replies. I'm just... Mm.
0: Genuinely, hey, you popped into my mind today. How's life? It's good, Juju. I like it.
4: Hey, Eric, this is Laura. I was just thinking about how um, I've been intentional, especially with my friends who, you know, are feeling the added stress of being black in America right now.
0: Oh, yeah. Right?
4: That they just really being a listener and an ally. Um, so I've tried to pay particular attention to that because I put myself in, gosh, work is insane right now, and the pandemic is crazy for everyone, and racial injustice is important to all of us, but I know their experience is so much different than mine, so I've tried to make an extra effort to support those friends, I would say.
0: That's excellent. Thanks, Laura. Yeah, that's, sure. you know, with, sometimes, you know, it's it's overwhelming to think about all the mm-hmm. issues that we're all dealing with right now. It's not just COVID, right? And mm-hmm. You know, as you, as you were saying what you just said, I was like, wow, right? I mean, that's yet another thing that I, as a middle-aged white dude, don't have to think mm-hmm. about.
3: Can I mm-hmm. add to that question? Laura, may I follow up with you after this, but you can hold the yes or no until afterwards. So a colleague of mine, Cindy Burnham, has just uh, messaged me throughout the day, and we've been having a conversation about not, um, the additional burdens around childcare and home education mm-hmm. that are falling oh. Proportionately on women and women of mm-hmm. color, and of course, with all of the angst of going back to school, if you're a teacher and a, a parent, mm-hmm. then there's that double whammy of who's looking after my kids when I have to go back and teach. And we're not aware of any companies that are proactively looking at balancing. In fact, that she sent me another article: somebody in San Diego who was fired mm-hmm. because she couldn't keep her young children out, always out of the business conversation uh, Zoom calls. Oh. And so oh, wow. she's been hired. So again, we talk about litigation. Oh, my Lord. And, talk about last, cruel. <laughs>
5: oh. yeah, well, it's,
0: I it's, saw that article. It was nominated for the worst employer of the year. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it, seriously.
3: And it's a real issue. And uh, ironically, one of one of my male colleagues on a conversation about that topic said, Well, a determined woman will find a way to and put it on <laughs> the table. a determined woman will find a way to balance everything. And I mean the because this isn't determination. And this is back to the systematic biases that are impacting mm-hmm. different sectors in many, many multiple ways. Anyway, Cindy and I are trying to form a small group of I have no idea what to do other than this is an important conversation as well. Can I follow up with you and just shoot the breeze on that? I would, love, about. That. <laughs> Actually,
4: I would, I would love that. more would I thought I'd ask in the moment. Now I will. <laughs> well, and secretly I'm very selfish because you and I have so many mutual contacts, but we've never been able to meet. And I've been following your work for years. So I will selfishly just enjoy the conversation and a chance to get to know you. So count me in. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a bit of a fangirl, Morag, so, you know.
0: (laughs) Morag, I I gave Laura 35 earth dollars to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks guys. Um, I I wanted to spend just a, a, a few minutes today talking about some some tips tricks and tools to to intentionally stay connected with folks in and, and this is a system it' was funny I was telling Laura Stokin about it this morning that I wrote an article about in my head is like two years ago uh, but it was like seven years ago <laughs> because 2515 was actually a date in the future when I wrote it um, but it it holds up you know it, when you're when you're out on the job search or, you know, just trying to maintain some sense of sanity here under current conditions, connecting with people is important and it's important (laughs) to do it in a, in a systematic way. Uh, otherwise you find yourself trying to do it. At least I do trying to do it when I'm not at my best. Um, when I need that connection and, um, Sometimes that doesn't that doesn't work out so well for me. So I needed a structure, uh, but I'm a structure kind of data person. So I came up with this this system called Two and it was a way to build momentum in connection requests and and reach outs and and reconnects with folks. So what is Two So it's two virtual or mask-to-mask meetings. Um, back in the old days, it was two in-person meetings. And anything counts, right? Yeah, have lunch with your spouse. You, you know go see your great-aunt Betty. It all counts, right? Because we're talking about just social interaction, not purposeful for work or for home or for growth or, or anything in particular. We're talking about, about, about filling the well. So the 2 and two 2.5.15 is two virtual or I can see your eyeballs meetings. Five telephone reach outs. You guys, you guys remember this device when you used it this way, not this way. <laughs> um, here's the great thing about calling people on the phone nobody answers their phone anymore. <laughs> you can bang out five phone calls to somebody uh, between getting into the car at the grocery store and leaving the parking lot. Because I guarantee you, nobody's going to answer it unless it's somebody that really cares about you. And they're going to think that you're hurt or injured and they might <laughs> answer the phone. But people don't answer their phone. So you have the opportunity to leave a message. And the message is really simple. It's just like Morag's little templated, you popped into my head today. It's a no-ask message. It's, hey, Ruby, just thinking about you, wondering how you're doing. Would love to catch up sometime and hear your story. Thanks. Have a great day. Boom, done, right? You know, takes literally 15 seconds to do. So two eyeball meetings, five telephone reach outs, and then the 15 is 15 total contacts and if you do the 2 and the 5 you're more than halfway there so i think that <laughs> is it, it it's easy right and it gets easier as you start to do it because what happens is if you leave five voicemails and say you, you do this you know on on whatever time scale works for you right i was doing this every day but it could be every week or whatever but think about it if you leave five voicemails for people in three or four days, right, you've left, you know, 15, 20 voicemails, some people are going to call you back. And after about a week of doing this, this, this thing starts to roll. It's like a, it's like a flywheel. Um, It starts to roll and, and you find yourself in contact with folks that you haven't talked to in a long time. And that's, filling your own bucket, right? I get so much juice out of reconnecting with folks and talking to people that I haven't even thought about in years. And, you know, I'm a little older than Finky, so I've been doing this even longer. I got I got a lot of people in my history that I could really benefit from, from talking to. And when you do that, you're on their radars, right? You become... In their, in their regular rotation, you know, that's why I invited Darnell to this meeting, right? Because now he's going to be on several people's radars. And when somebody says, man, we're looking for a really good recruiter. Do you know anybody? I don't want to place an ad, right? Everybody knows somebody now. I mean, yep. he's not that good, but he's... No, average. Yeah, he's average. He's a good B-plus player. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So that... That starts the machine moving, and it doesn't take very long. Um, I'm going to share some some techniques for doing this, um, some that I've I've honed over over the years, and some that I've added to the to the quiver here um, from one of my favorite uh, podcasters. This guy called Jordan Harbinger. And if you hang around with me for any length of time, you'll hear me talk about Jordan Harbinger. If you've never listened to his show, do it. It's amazing. Um, It's one of the most uh, thought-provoking and entertaining shows about becoming a better thinker. Uh, I just love it. But he has a free course um, on his website that's legit free. It's free-free. It's uh, called Six Minute Networking. And it's funny because I sent him a note Talking to him about the techniques that he describes in there, and and the similarity to two five fifteen, and and the things that I've been doing over time, and you know we had a laugh at there. You know there are no original ideas out there right now, just like there are no there are no original songs. They're all just same chords and put in a different order. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of cool. So some of those techniques I, I am going to share with you here, just so you guys have the benefit of using them, but I I encourage you check out his show. Uh, I'll put links to it on the network um, and on the website just so you guys can have access to it. Um, And I'll put in a link to, to his course too. And and if you, if you end up subscribing, following, or doing the course or whatever, uh, send him a note and tell him, tell him that you found it here. And he'll think that I'm legit enough so that he'll come on this show and Uh I'll talk to Jordan. That's one of my bucket list items. All right. So what can we do? What can we do to build connections here into 515 land? So here's some three quick techniques. Technique number one, I call it the phone spin. You open up your phone, you open up your contacts. I'm going to do it right now. Open up your phone, contacts, right? There's my contacts. I give the wheel a spin and I put my finger down and looks like Steven Dalabetta is going to get called today right you got some of you guys know steven yeah Yeah, so sdb is getting sdb is getting a call today right and it's the same thing right and you can do that quick little script hey we haven't spoken in ages hope this finds you well in these weirdo times what's the latest love to hear your stories no rush to reply uh one thing i did get from jordan that i thought was really (laughs) really important when you do that Especially if it's someone that you haven't talked to in a long time, say your name at the end of the voicemail because you may get a, a random text back that says "new phone who this." Um, <laughs> if, if you don't, <laughs> so the phone spin. I, I I used to do that. I made it part of my get back in the car practice. So if I was not traveling, um, but I was working in town. You know, every time I got back in the car, I would spin the phone and leave leave one voicemail, right? Which I was in the car all the time, so to get to my five didn't didn't take a whole lot of work. So the phone spins number one. Similar to the phone spin uh, is Gmail roulette, and I got this one from Jordan. It's open up your email. And and in the search box, and if you use Gmail, Gmail is awesome at this. Uh, but it works in Outlook and anything else that you that you use for email. In the search box, type a letter, just any letter. Pick a key, and see who pops up. And you know, my I I, I did this um, a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't even tell Morag about it. Um, uh, Jennifer Kane was my winner. Remember Jen Kane from Scholastic, Morag. Um, and she was my winner and I sent her a note, essentially the, Hey, it's been forever and a day since we talked, you popped into my head today. You know, I hope you're doing okay. And your family's well in this crazy time. And, uh, I forgot about it, right. Cause I, I did a bunch of them and I just forgot about it. Well, she responded yesterday and we're in a back and forth now. And she has a new job and right. All this stuff that I would have never known. And it's been awesome. And she knows what we do. We did, we did work for her uh, and her team at Scholastic. So I'm back on the radar. Did I ask her for anything? Nope. Do I need anything Mm -hmm. from her? Nope. Did I offer to help her in any way that I could? I certainly have. Um, But that, that juju pays off at some point in time. So two tips so far, phone spin, Gmail, roulette. This next one I like too, it's called, It's called Connect Four. So you're going to do this with four people. So you're going to, again, you're going to grab your phone, and I'll do it here live in real time, and you're going to open up your messaging app, right? So your texting app, and then you're going to scroll all the way to the bottom. So my uh, all the way to the bottom is a double text to... (laughs) some of the, the folks here will know this name Jen smell who keeps threatening to come on this call and uh, Jen Hicks who, <laughs> who I used to For work sure. with both of them at level three um, and I did this a couple of weeks ago and that was from July of 2019 so it was a year ago and I pinged them both on text and and now sort of back in contact with someone, two people who I haven't spoken to in, in forever. And again, you can use that same little script. You just type it. Um, and again, (laughs) include your name because new phone, who it is, um, (laughs) make sure that they they know who you are. Um, but it's just been, it's been amazing. You know, I, I knew that I wanted to talk about this and I, so I've been sort of practicing what I used to preach, um, and it's been, it's been fantastic. So phone spin, Gmail roulette and connect for, it's called connect for, cause you do it four times. Um, but you can do it as many times as you want. Right. I, I keep, I keep everything in the, in the big container of two, five, fifteen because a, I like the structure and B, you know, what we know about habit change. And those of you that were on the tiny habit session, you know, this, um, Sustained habit change happens when we feel good about accomplishing things, about feeling successful. And 2515 is an easy enough system. Um, if I'm feeling stress or pressure about it, I just move the container from daily to weekly to whatever. Um, because you want to feel successful when you're doing these things. So I, I like ticking off all three buckets. I feel like I, I accomplished something today. It was a good thing. It's a good thing. So, those are three techniques. Another one.
1: So, Spence, just sorry to interrupt. Yeah, Uh, yeah, So, So, you know, in my situation or Darnell's situation where, you know, we are maybe a little bit more purposeful in our reach outs. Yeah. uh, How would you recommend, you know, you know, so yeah, we're just checking in and, you know, you're not necessarily asking for something, but typically you'll get the reciprocal questions of "Well, what's going on with you. Well, I'm out of work. And so you haven't reached out to someone, you know, in quite a while, and all of a sudden you're reaching out. I mean, I guess you just have to sort of get past that feeling of, well, you know, in a way I am reaching out. I do care about you. Uh, You know, I want to see what's going on and and reconnect. But at the end of the day, uh, so I do would love some help. Yeah,
0: but you're not asking for it explicitly, right? It's not right. like it's not like hey, hey man, um anything you can do for me? Can you hook yeah, me up? What you got. Me? Yeah. It it's the it's the genuine reach out. And and I would I would actually I'd flip it around because I would say that you in your situation right now, you actually have the time to do this, right? And if you're not if you're not putting an explicit ask in your reach out, are there gonna be a proportion of the folks that go, oh, yeah, he only reached out because he's on the market and he needs a job, right? Who cares? Right. Who cares, right? Um, because here's what I can tell you, right? The majority of the people that you talk to are going to be genuinely interested in you and your well-being, right? So even if they don't have something for you, their ears are up, they're checked right. into it, and they're going to be thinking about it. Right. So when those chance encounters happen with them and other people, right, I think he's on the radar and yeah. that's where you want to be. Right. So sure. two things. One, who cares to the people who think that you are just, you know, up to something Two, um, you need to be on as many radars as you can get on right now. And, and I'll build
3: on that. Eric and I yeah. have got several leaders who've done just that. And then I have done two this week, actually, where they've said, well, do you have a contact at? And I'm thinking, well, I know the CHRO, but I haven't spoken to her in three years. And I know somebody in talent acquisition, but here's what I do. And I've stolen Eric's email, which is, hey, chief HR officer, or in this case, I emailed the CEO of a company that I've met once. Again, with the hope everything's well, it's been a a lifetime since we met at that one event. I want to let you know about this person who's just applied for a senior leader role on your team. I know how recruiting works. Just want to make sure they get on a list. Yeah. And it's reconnected me and the CEO has responded and gone, thank you, I'm going to hand it over. With another one, I know that the resume is going straight to the hiring manager, which turns out to be somebody that both Eric and I know, but we didn't know. And I've, re- I've reconnected with my mm-hmm. HR contact at that company that I had not spoken to in five years. So awesome. to Eric's point. The people like us who are wanting a help call us because we'll help sure. and the rest of them yeah. doesn't matter because they weren't going to help you anyway so don't let right. them hold you back from getting to the us who will.
1: I appreciate that that's well said and yeah I, I don't I'm not shy about that and I'm, i not my feelings don't get hurt very easily but it's uh, yeah, yeah It's, it's, it's so, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys tell people that. that why'd you do that?
3: And think about they can them, hear it in your voice. <laughs> Think about Sorry, the relationship ahead, you had on the um, relationship we've got with Michelle Tillis Lederman. It turns out that Brian was at high school with her or grade school with her, and I just interviewed her for the People First podcast. So there's another triangle that we've reconnected that we wouldn't have done otherwise, but for these. So
1: thank you, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. To, to, to finish that, to close that loop. Actually, I spoke to Michelle this morning. and We caught up for about thirty minutes. It was. Uh, it was great to speak with her and reminisce over over some old times. So it was thanks for making that connection again.
0: Yeah, that was that was fantastic, right? That's one of those super small world moments. You know, I posted <laughs> uh because Morag does a, a, a show kind of like this, but it's more of a one-on-one interview show. Um, and I posted a link to to the latest one on the bartender network and I think he saw it and he was like, Dude, I went to school with that woman. <laughs> 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 so I sent that note to Michelle and she was like, oh my gosh, right? She's like, I'm, we're gonna reconnect. And she sent me, excuse me, sent me a note saying that that, that that was gonna happen. And I was like, how cool is that, right? Things that just would have never
1: happened otherwise. Yeah.
5: Hey, Eric, I, I just wanna build on that really quickly. Just thinking, thinking about your situation is that if I'm on the receiving end of someone asking me for something, my mind doesn't go there. Like, oh, they're just calling me because they need something. It's like, hey, yeah, let's do this. You know what I mean? So I think even if you're on the receiving end of someone reaching out to you, I don't think you would think that. I think it's hard to ask for help sometimes, but I would say most people probably don't really care. And if they do, then bye-bye. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> bye-bye. No, I appreciate bye-bye. that. Ruby. yeah, I think that, that's the attitude I just have to have, right? I mean, if it's, if whatever my hit rate is, or, or there are going to be people who are, you know, that genuinely do care that we something we built in our Previous relationship or friendship is there, and uh, that, that's what I have to sort of gravitate towards. Absolutely, yeah,
6: for sure. I'm jump and, in here with something, if I may. Yeah, go right ahead. Because I had somebody reach out who I haven't been in touch with probably for two, three years, send me a message and say, "Hi, how are you? I've been looking at. I've been doing some artwork lately. I've been looking at your art. How are you?" So I start to explain to her, and this is all by messages how my art is and what I'm doing with my art. And her response was, oh, so here's what I'm doing. I connected with this guy, Chad, who's making $30 million and his partner, Mary, who's making $10 million. And she goes into this long diatribe about, are you looking for any new business opportunities? So, you know, it was like, start to reach out with, how are you? And I'm interested in your art. But really her agenda was to try to sign me up for this business opportunity.
2: Yeah.
6: So, motives. so be careful.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean the good news about that there is, is is it it usually doesn't take long for them to get to the pitch.
5: Right
3: uh,
0: and to sniff that out, right? I, I posted on LinkedIn about this the other day, I don't know, a month ago, but the other day. They're all the same anymore. <laughs> I don't have any oh idea God. how long ago it was. Um, about the, the connection requests through LinkedIn where they don't they're not nice to you. They don't buy you a nice dinner. They just jam it in right out of the gate. And by it, I mean the pitch, you dirty bastards. <laughs> they just go straight for the pitch. And and I, I got to thinking about it. And I was like, that approach has to be successful enough mm-hmm. for them to keep doing, keep doing it. it. Yeah. Right? So because it it just burns me. It's gotten me to the point where I'm not, I don't accept, and I'm an open networker on LinkedIn. I don't accept connection requests right now from anybody who's a financial advisor. Right. You can all suck it, financial advisors.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's no different than, sorry to interrupt, no different than a salesperson, right? Who's calling people left and right and you get the spams and they figure you call 200 people, put enough in the funnel. Just Just takes one. Someone's going to bite the same thing on LinkedIn, but yeah, it's frustrating. It's annoying.
0: Exactly. Well, speaking of LinkedIn, this is, uh, another two five fifteen technique here. Um, another Jordan Harbinger technique, um, is using socials to, to for reach outs and connections because in your two five fifteen, it's 15 total connections or total communications, right? So that's, linkedin uh messages it's 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 anything social right everything counts so um go on your favorite social network you you choose um linkedin is 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 one that that i try to use every day it tends to be pretty chill and you don't have to see the posts by your angry uncle about how he's not wearing a mask no matter what god damn it um so go on something that's a little more safe and then scroll down until you find a post from somebody who's a weak tie, somebody that you don't know that well, maybe someone that you haven't interacted with um, directly in you know more than six months or a year. And then instead of just liking the post or leaving a comment, draft a quick email, text them or give them a call, right? They can count towards any of your buckets there. Um, I know social media is kind of the the dregs of of social engagement and connection. Um, but if you up the stakes a little bit, you can you can you can turn it into a meaningful contact and I think that's that's what we're really talking about here, right? You respond to the post, they'll look at it, they'll smile, and they'll just kind of they'll just kind of scroll on by. Um, so yeah, social network um, you want to get really wacky and you want to blow somebody's mind. one of these weaker tie connections go over to your 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 bookshelf and grab your note cards your thank you cards your whatever piece of paper that folds in half it's called a card and people used to (laughs) write in them and then they would put them in an envelope and they dropped them into a slot that magically delivered it somewhere else you want to blow somebody's mind find a weak tie or somebody that you haven't been in contact with for a long time and and write them a note with a pen in your hand, and mail it should go? I would go so far as to say, that will change somebody's life at this (laughs) point in time.
5: So I actually got a, a letter in the mail, and it was from somebody selling something, right? The unsolicited, whatever. But here's the thing, handwritten note, and included in it was a pin, like a lapel pin, from my college my undergrad oh, wow. college because he was also a loot went went to the same right so so we shared the same college and so that was his little touch is he looked deep enough into my profile to recognize where I went to school as did he and he actually sent me the Pacific Lutheran University pin as part of his note. Um so that cool. stands out, right? That <laughs> that gets
0: noticed. Yeah. And 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 those of you in job search mode handwrite those thank yous because ain't nobody doing it anymore. Uh-huh. Nobody's doing that. I used to tell when I was doing a, a lot of recruiting, I did a big recruiting project a couple, a couple of years ago now. Um, and I would tell that to candidates. And it's funny because they would contact me afterwards. They'd be like, dude, you know how many people have commented on my handwritten thank you notes? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, because it takes time. It takes effort. and Nobody does it anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, and <laughs> just just people that remember the mail right it's hard it's hard stamps stamps i know you got to go get stamps but you can get them at the grocery store so just ask for them at the grocery store with your mask on because i don't know if you guys saw Kroger King Super's parent there uh, as of the 22nd you're not getting in without wearing masks so yeah mm-hmm. Kroger and Walmart both today announced that i think mm-hmm. all right so We've given you four techniques. You've got the phone spin, you've got Gmail roulette, you've got Connect Four, and you've got using the socials for positive effect. All housed within this container of 2 five, 15. There's no secret magic juju behind the numbers or the ratio. Really, it's about doing it. And I, I needed a structure to get myself to do it in a repetitive way in a consistent way. So find what works for you. Steal these things, share them with other people, talk to people about them, right? It's cool stuff. It grows. It's like a flywheel. And I think about this
1: like, um, screen is frozen, what's going on there?
0: Um, I think about this like, you know, anything that it takes to, to get that big, massive wheel spinning You know, you you think about it, it's huge, 30, 40 feet big, and your job is to get that thing going as fast as you can. And so you start small, and you just push. And after a couple of hours of effort, right, the wheel starts to move. And then you do it again, and it goes a little faster. And you just keep being consistent, and it goes a little faster. And then at some point, it's like a breakthrough, right? That wheel is cranking, spinning on its own. You're not putting out much effort at all. Um, Each turn of that wheel builds on the work that you've already done. The digging the well before you're thirsty. Now there's water just flying off the wheel. It's a huge thing to move, but once it gets going, it's almost unstoppable. And that's what I think about each and every one of you, right? Anybody can do this, and you guys are pretty freaking unstoppable as it is. So that's all I got on topics, techniques, tips, tools. Is there anything that you guys were thinking about as we were talking that you think might be helpful in this context? Oh, I do have one more, Um, because Finky mentioned Tickler File. If you're looking for a way to do that uh, digitally, uh, use a CRM. There's a ton of free ones out there. We use HubSpot um, and you just dump your contacts in there and you can actually operate from within the system. Uh, doing email templates and reach outs and it, it'll keep track of your communications to you. So you don't have to go digging around in your, in your inbox to try to find things from people. Um, and like I said, it's free, like totally free. They're not trying to get you to sign up for some, you know, uh, higher level of service. You can just use it. Um, so yeah, that that's a, a tip or a trick. Those are the two things that mm-hmm. I wrote down, write a card and use HubSpot that I'm adding to my repertoire here. What you got?
1: So, Spence, just a question. So, the, yeah. the the I love the note writing and the card writing because I think it is a powerful tool. Um, you know, as I've been interviewing and sending out a lot of thank you notes, I've I've been torn about doing the handwritten versus digital, just because you know you hear from a lot of experts that talk about get it out within the first twenty four hours to reinforce your messaging, be top of mind, all those things. So. So how how do you balance that where you put it in the mail, it could be two days. Okay. Well, you would, you're really, how do you get it to their office? Cause they're not in an office. So times are a little bit different. So digital may be, be the most effective. So just what are you thinking when I, when I say that? So I've always looked at it this way. Um,
0: it's not an either or it's an and. Yeah. Right. Um, because to your point, you want to be timely and, and time may be of the essence, um, but, you know, recruiting processes, they, they don't happen in 24 hours very often, right? Never. And when the process is still going three weeks later and they're down to the top two candidates and your card shows up, it makes an impact. Yeah. What, what, what do you say, uh, Milzey? since you're, you're in the game?
2: Well, when I was doing executive recruitment, um, I would always push the write the thank you note via the mail you know corporate recruiting can be a little tougher uh depending on where the recruiter is or the hiring manager um but i always tell people you absolutely have to do at least a written you must do written email you'd be surprised how many people still don't yeah some candidates i had a lucky enough to have a phone interview with amazon web services the other day and you know in a couple hours i kind of read Collected my thoughts and and sent them a, a thank you note and included a couple of LinkedIn recommendations I had from Oracle just as kind of a just what else like can I you know show this person um, mm-hmm. but when I was doing executive recruitment we always did got yeah, to do thank you notes because this was back in like well, I had two different executive recruitment stints but I remember um, one of the founders of a small niche agency I worked for back in 2008 told me that. I could um, 80% of people don't do handwritten thank you notes.
4: It's
6: crazy. Isn't
2: that crazy? It's
1: crazy.
6: Well,
2: and
6: um, I, you know, part of the trick with that is it's harder these days to find somebody's address. And I'm a big believer in handwritten notes. I send them all the time. I've done it for years. But it yep. is hard. And for me, I don't know how anyone else feels. I don't always want to Message them and say what's your address because I want it right. to be a surprise. Wow. And you don't
0: want to come across you. as creepy. <laughs> yeah.
2: I so Deborah, say, tell me where you live. <laughs>
6: the
5: the thing I always Sorry, Laurie, sure the thing I always appreciated when I was in recruitment and whether it was the immediate email follow up or then a subsequent note was their thoughtful oh, reflection about. Their experience.
0: Oh, hey, hey, Lori, can you can you can you try that again? You were cutting in and out at the beginning. Oh gosh,
5: is that better? Can you hear yeah, me?
0: you're back. You're back. Probably
5: because I wave my arms around a lot. So yeah, you, just, <laughs> you
0: disrupt the internet when you do that.
5: <laughs> but but I I would be people would stand out for me when they could give a thoughtful reflection about their experience during the interview, right? Like it was really exciting for me to hear about X, Y, Z, or man, I learned a lot about your influence in this or that versus just the template. Yeah. You can write them all the same to every single person, right? If you're going to make the effort, then customize it and be very thoughtful about what you're saying. And I I we've it. even compared notes, right? Different people on the interview committee and we'll share with each other. Well, what did they say to you? <laughs> and if they said the same thing to every single person, we're like, mm. <laughs> right?
0: I mean, it's but, nice that they wrote it, but come on, they could have tried a little harder,
5: right? So, right. so it was from the heart, nice. heart. Yeah. So that that adds to the stickiness of you in their mind.
0: Well, and and you know, in in this in in this paradigm, right? Well, the way we're talking about this this topic of connection. Right, we're we're talking about that in a way that is personal to every contact that you're making. Right, job search situation is a little little different. Right, there is there is a bit of a formula there, Um, and we all know it on either side of the desk. Right, we know what the formula is, Um, but I would argue that if you're doing these things as a regular practice, then when you actually reach out to somebody, you're you're looking for that connection and you you will customize it right it'll become part of your process but that's that comes with the doing right it's like fixing your golf swing you're not gonna read a book about how to fix it you're gonna have to do it and do it and do it awesome thank you who else has got anything else? who else has anything that they want to share
6: I want to add something to what Brian was saying about you know responding to them digitally Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you're doing this, but rather than just send them an email, I would send them a video email. Mm -hmm. Because that's more personal. Nice. And there's a free tool you could use, which is called Cloud HQ. Um, It's a Chrome extension, and it goes right into the email. You record it, push a little button, record it, and you can watch it before you send it if you want to double check it and then hit send. Mm -hmm.
0: It's a great That's idea. Awesome. Hey, Deborah, would you mind uh, just throwing a link to CloudHQ mm-hmm. in the chat? And I, I'll pull, pull it out of there and share it yeah. on, the, on the network. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny, the whole video <laughs> thing, right? I think we, we, we've all gotten a whole lot more used to it in the last few months than, than ever before. Um, and it doesn't seem nearly as weird to video yourself saying something to somebody. Whereas, man, six months ago, pff, never, I would never do that. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Deborah.
5: Sure. I, th- I threw the link to the Jordan Harbinger six minute free thing in the chat too.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I saw that. Um, <laughs> it's a funny side story. It's called Six Minute Networking because the domain Five Minute Networking was already taken. <laughs> it It doesn't literally does not take six minutes it doesn't take very many minutes at all
5: (laughs) he talks really slow
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh all right let's get to the funny stuff today's funny things brought to you by the year 2020 (laughs) number one I can't wait to see what the fresh hell the second half will offer. There's me barely getting through the first half of 2020. And there's, there's Mike Myers, not the funny one, in the closet. You <laughs> 80s horror fans. Funny thing number two, the Tiger King era of quarantine seems like it was years ago. <laughs> Hmm. Number three, time traveler. What year is it? Me, 2020. Time traveler. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, not muting your mic is the new reply all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Beautiful. 2020 is here, but you realize that 1720, 1820, and 1920 had massive plague outbreaks. And last but not least, Europeans out of offices are all like I won't be working until 18 September. All emails will be automatically deleted. Americans, I'm in the hospital. Email responses may be delayed up to 30 minutes. Sorry for the inconvenience. If urgent, please reach me in the ER at blah blah blah. Cuz that's what we do. We've talked a lot about that. That just the na- notion of how we work and why we do it that way and why the rest of the world, especially Europe, Has it figured out? All right. Last but not least, today's semi-quarantine cocktail. It's the, what the fuck are we doing about schools? Because that changes every (laughs) five minutes. It's actually, there's actually, so Darnell, I always do a cocktail that's a riff on something dumb and or funny. Um, There is a cocktail recipe in there, but you got to kind of work for it. You don't just get to go straight for the drink. Yeah. So this is a riff on, on a cocktail called Blood and Sand. It takes a little bit of scotch, a little bit of going crazy with your kids, some sweet vermouth. <laughs> so, I have no idea how they do math today. A little cherry that liqueur. <laughs> a
3: little
0: cherry liqueur. And yeah, toddlers are going to socially distance. Some orange juice. And I think this is literally the hardest practical question of the pandemic. What do we do about it? Shake it, garnish it with an orange peel or a paper towel. It doesn't matter. Don't let anyone tell you that it is not a legit breakfast drink. <laughs> <laughs> semi-quarantine cocktails, guys. Thank you so much. If you have other tips, tricks, or tools for for building, developing, deepening, maintaining connections, throw them up on the bartender network, and and we'll we'll keep track of them. I'll put together uh, a little some resources and put them on the resource guide on the website. Um, success stories, share them here. We want to hear when you reach out and connect to people. We do an exercise um, in a lot of our workshops where we talk about, you know, it's called, uh, we call it the three circles activity. where you talk about the, the three best bosses or colleagues you've ever had in the past and, and, and what about them made them so amazing and there's a point to the exercise, but at the end of the exercise, we, we always ask people, we say, okay, here's what we want you to do. We want you to get your phones out and we want you to text these people, email them, whatever. Um, if they're still on this earth, then do this and just say, hey, I'm in a training at work and they made me do this dumb activity where I had to I had to list the three greatest colleagues, most influential bosses, best leaders, whatever the question is. Um, and I just wanted you to know you made you made you made the list, you made my list. And then as those responses start coming back, you know, in the old days when we'd all be in a classroom together for the day, we have people share them out as they mm-hmm. come back. Totally changes the mood of the room. That's cool. totally changes the tenor of of the workshop. And people leave they leave thinking that it was way more awesome than it actually was. <laughs> Because just like Darnell, we are. I'm a fabulously mediocre facilitator. So um, if I can get them to believe that that they had a good time, it, it, it both well. That's very for me.
2: important. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. Don't sell so, yourself short. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was about
0: to say, don't do that, Eric. You're
2: me. a tremendous slouch.
0: <laughs> uh, i love your body larry
1: <laughs> so guys thank you so
0: much as always right I, I was telling laura today i said as much as i don't miss having to prep the bartender three times a week i miss seeing you guys three times a week once a week doesn't seem like enough but you know i'll be quiet and and just do my job so thank you guys yeah, love you thanks, all if there's Anything we can do to help you let us know. Finky, Melzy, you let us know, buddy. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. it. Nice Thanks to meet everyone. you all. Thanks for your time. Take care. Thanks for letting me credit. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you had a good time and learned a thing or two at today's happy hour, please share it with your friends. If you want to join our tribe, head on over to skyteam.cloud forward slash TCB or email us at info at skyteam.com. That's S K Y E Team.com. Thanks again, and remember, you've always got friends at The Corporate Bartender.